This is a HeadGum Podcast. It's a show, it's a show, it's a motherfucking advice podcast, only one on the internet, hosted by Jake and Amir, all the things you will know, if you listen to this advice podcast, download it on the internet, type it into your browser, if I were you, 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 the show starts now. All right, this one is from a college dude. Can you give us a name and read the question like a college dude? Oh, Riley Krylison. Riley writes. Yeah, Riley writes. Hey, dudes, what's up? This past fall, I moved into a college apartment with my two bros from back home in brackets, and a random fourth roommate who's never here. (laughs) Since it is a college apartment, we don't have much room to make the space our own. I just need you to do an apostrophe after D-O-N and before T, thanks. (laughs) We have a couple posters up, some lights, pretty typical (laughs) college stuff. Somewhat. I hope that I hope that has nothing to do with the rest. He just wants you to know that. Don't worry, is <laughs> on the there. Like, like, like we're oh, close. Yeah, Black lights like, or whatever. Um, it's decent. It's like eight out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, recently, after we got back from winter break, we had the idea to decorate a. <laughs> Lips blank. are so tight. Yeah, man, get it tight, man. I fucked like thirty girls, like skin ten. Uh, <laughs> To decorate a blank wall with pictures we draw, Drew. Draw? It could be draw. Pictures we draw. Say that last sentence one more time. This is the crux of the show. Recently, after we got back from winter break, we had the idea to decorate a blank wall with pictures we draw. Okay, sure. It fucks me up. I think it's true, right? Yeah. Drew Carey. Nonsense, continue. <laughs> That's, no, he wrote that. No. Um, With the note. I, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was a pretty cool idea, and it looked cool at first, but now our wall is almost completely completely full with art we aren't master artists each still each piece looks cool by itself but looking at the whole wall it just looks like crazy people scribbling and taping art to walls my roommate thinks it's pretty dope still i've grown to dislike it (laughs) this is the best i feel weird about inviting people over especially girls i'm interested in and, and having them see a whole wall of drug-induced art. I think a couple of pictures would be all right, but it's come to the point where we're overlapping and it just looks tacky slash lame to me. I wish, we'd, I wish we'd take down most of them and leave only a few of the really cool ones up. Is there any way I could bring this up to my roommates without get them getting mad at me? These guys have been my best friends since grade school. <laughs> Except for the fourth guy, and random, they, and they still re- and they are still really into putting pictures up, and have spent tons of time doing so. So I feel like a jerk if I just straight up ask them to take it down. <laughs> Signed, <laughs> Riley Krylerson. All right, great job, thank well, you. Riley. God, I don't want you to be anybody but that guy for the rest of your life. <laughs> Dude, later on you can get this pretty sick fatty burrito. Really? Yeah, man. They mash the rice up so it's kind of like a like a chewy rice paste, 
Then they put grilled zucchinis and onions in there. Riley, Riley. Dude, no, I'm serious. They yeah, put like nutri- like nutritional yeast, like nutch all right, up in there. Yeah. They sprinkle yeah, a little tasty. diet cheese, completely vegan. Really? You're a yeah. vegan frat boy? Yeah, dude, but I still slay puss. <laughs> Isn't that meat? Yeah, sick. I guess I am a carnivore. You got to go Buddha Tish. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> Even Riley knows. Uh, what, an ins- what an insane small stakes, high stakes problem. So he's like, I thought it'd be chill if we put art up. And now it's like, oh, this art's actually not chill. Let's take them all down except for the chillest ones, which are yeah. probably the ones he drew. It's I, know. <laughs> I could see that being a good idea. And then when, like, in high- when it's all up, you're like, look at all them crazy yeah. man scribbles. Oh, shit, that makes... There was a time when I was in high school. I had the basement. It was kind of chill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, my parents let me paint this room in the basement. I thought it was going to be really cool to like put um, paint on my hands and put handprints all over the wall. Ooh. And okay. I thought I'd be like, all right, that's kind of cool. That's kind of artsy. That's yeah. chill. Yeah. And then I did that. And then, like, every time I was downstairs in the basement alone, there's just like handprints. Handprints everywhere. I felt like I was going to get. You're like killed. a madman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was really scary. So, so I- riddle me this, riddle me that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that, only your friends did the handprints and you wanted to paint over them. I feel like, well, I guess I- what I'm saying is, like, it's all going to be fine. I think you could. You're going to leave this place in so short of a time. Yeah. I also think you can bring it up, but you got to respect democracy. Like, if you bring it up, like, dudes, are we sure we what want it? Dis- I don't really love I, this it anymore. Like not even democracy. It's like I feel like it's got to be unanimous. Maybe, yeah. But, but what if, if what if he says, the, what if he goes? I don't know if I place. like this anymore. And including the fourth weirdo, they're all like, "What are you talking about, Riley?" Right. <laughs> well, that's a, you have to go to every single conversation with a very open mind. Be like, "Hey, look." So he's got a he he could talk to his roommates with no expectation of this shit is coming down. I have a good idea. But okay, go ahead. You talk to one that's the most on the fence, and you start to tip the scales in your favor. It's so unimportant. See, like like, you like get one on your side, and it's like oh me me and Brody were talking about it, and we don't really like it anymore. Suddenly it's two on two. One on three is a little intimidating. Brody and Riley. Yeah, Brody Riley. Who are the other two roommates? Oh, there's Brody, there's Riley, there's Taylor, and then there's Stream. And fucking, <laughs> we stream. never see that dude. <laughs> stream. Yeah, Stream. Are you sure you live with him? His dude, name's on the lease. It's Stream. If you've yeah. never seen him? Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what are you saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. Have you ever seen him? No. And he is your roommate, though. Yeah. Does he pay I- rent? Yeah. <laughs> How does it arrive, the rent? I don't know. It's just on the kitchen table. But his dad's a guarantor. Yeah. What's his dad's name? Corner. <laughs> Corner pays for Stream's rent. You've never seen Stream, and there's a check once a month. Dude, From it's Corner. Awesome. It's like we have three people living in a four person spot, man. Sure. Why are you guys pissed at this? You're pissed. just jelly, dude. Soup's gel. We're not jelly. I'm Yo, just man, to... put a light up because you could be the gel over it. The what? The gel. I took I a bit of stagecraft. Oh, wow. <laughs> you accidentally took it to a Hollywood thing. I was thinking theater, but whatever. Good man. The board's the board. <laughs> Guys, tech week was hell. But I was outside at intermission. I know, bad, bad. People are talking. <laughs> If I were you, you would do me 
here we are uh, in our new home. Yes. We are in your master bedroom. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> the bedroom is the master because I am We are the switching uh, rooms at the halfway point of the month. Yeah, not and quite. Then, <laughs> not quite the halfway point. At which point you... The master is speaking. I relinquish the bedroom. I do not relinquish <laughs> the master. I will always be the master. You will, once you exit the master. No. Which I think when this episode comes out, which will be on April 20th, I will yes. officially, if you're listening to this right now, you're hearing the voice of one, no. the master. You will be in the master. You will you're not currently be hearing the not master. the master. Because you're talking. Second. Talk for a second. No I way. want people to hear what the the master doesn't I don't, sound like. No, I, you don't tell me what to do. <laughs> for now, you happen to be the master. I am the master, <laughs> and that's and I know. will always be the master. <laughs> what if What if I'm living in the master? I think that you will be you will be a little bitch, and I will be the master. You are a wolf. you'll be in the little bitch room. You'll, We're gonna switch rooms. Your room's gonna have. I don't even want to call that an ensuite. <laughs> that does, that is room, an ensour. You would do that not. room as an ensour, not an ensuite. It is a half we've got, sink, we've half got a, toilet. A beautiful four bedroom, four bathroom <laughs> home in Santa Monica. Sure, I have the master. You absolutely got, you usurped the master. I've got a private balcony. I've got two walk-in <laughs> closets, and I've got a jacuzzi. And tub. I'll have them. And 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 if by the time you're and listening I do to deserve this episode, that because I am the master. But you, you know, Marty's room. He's got he's got a balcony as well. Yeah, he's got an ensuite. <laughs> he has he doesn't a, have nice a walk-in ensuite. closet, but he's he has got a, a he's dual got a, sink ensuite, stand-up shower, and then uh, my sister yeah. Sarah in the in the third bedroom. Uh-huh. Does not have an ensuite. <laughs> she borderline has an ensuite. She does not. She has she an has adjacent, communal... nice bath. A communal bathroom doesn't actually apply here because it's her. It's her bathroom. Nobody else uses that bathroom. But you are allowed to use it because it is a communal bathroom. It does not have a door. It's not a private bathroom. That is for certain. It is not a private bathroom. Uh huh. Continue. If I take a shower, I walk out right into my bedroom. If she takes a shower. She walks out into a hallway, not... which she can close off. She can close off the hallway, yeah. but you still have access to it. <laughs> Uh, you, your bedroom has, uh, sure, it's a full-size bed. Oh, barely. Looks like it's built for a toddler. Absolutely, it is a race car bed. But you've got an ensuite. <laughs> I don't have an ensuite. You do have an ensuite. That on, that Let is the record show suite. that you have an ensuite. That... <laughs> you do have an ensuite, and, you have, and you've got a dual closet. You have a very nice closet. You also have a private balcony with its own private entrance. So... <laughs> I would I would argue that you have the third worst room, not the worst room. I of course have the master. I of course am the master. I hate for people to listen to this on April twentieth and assume that you have the master. That's simply not the case. I walked into at this the time house, of recording. You know what, dude? You I walked had, into I, the house before I got here. You you laid claim to the master because I am usur- the master. <laughs> you usurped the master. I didn't usurp the master. There and, was nothing and here. And soon you will. You serve the master. Yeah, I don't yeah, think so. You, and I am the master. You know what, dude? I, w- I lived in the cabin for six months, and I was the master then, too. <laughs> so you don't need the master. I don't need the master to be the master, but it does That's feel good. right when I occupy the master. <laughs> hey, you're listening to If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet, hosted by us. I am the master. And I'm the master. It <laughs> can't be too bad. Right in.
21 years old and I'm from Hawaii. So I've been with my BF for four years. He's perfect. Sex is amazing. Here's the issue. He's quite older than me. Even older than Amir. (laughs) Imagine that. Is anybody here older than me and anybody here older than 32? (laughs) Ah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Did I say I I was 32? I'm 19. At cool. 32, people get shit done. You can be a doctor at my age. You could have you're won. Not. Yeah, many, many Super Bowls. Sure. French Open Championship. I'm yeah, sure Joe Wilfried Tsonga has achieved more in his life than I ever will. Because he's never won a championship? Whatever. <laughs> Here's the issue. One Joe Wilfried Tsonga. Why are you picking on Tsonga? <laughs> Dude's a fucking pimp. You know it's it. A joke, man. Uh, he's quite older than me, even older than Amir, whatever that means. <laughs> and along sure with... that he was born before 1982. <laughs> whatever that means. 83, bro. And, sorry. <clears throat> Here. Ah. All right, and we're out of time. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Here's the issue. He's quite older than me, and that, along with him being cheated on in every relationship, he's really paranoid. Which I try to keep in mind. A few months ago, my boyfriend saw dirt in the bathtub and thought it was cum. (laughs) But the day he saw it, we didn't have sex. He still brings it up to me today and we almost broke up because he said he couldn't trust me. What should I do? He said it's impossible to trust me and that I'm getting really sick of his paranoid bullshit, but I don't want to be the one to break up with him. Help, love. I guess Trump Tower. (laughs) So, she should break up with him, right? I don't know why she blames the age thing. If anything, you get less jealous with age. Like, jealousy seems to be a young man's thing. It sort of feels like this, an old school, like, archaic thing. Like... One woman for every one man. Yeah. That shouldn't be necessarily how we do it. Oh, you're just talking about monogamy in general. I'm talking about polyamory in In general. general. (laughs) That aside, why did he see dirt and think it was cum? (laughs) I think she's dating an idiot. He's old but not smart. (laughs) What is this brown film? And why is it in the tub? You're jizzing someone (laughs) off. I know it. How can I trust? There's jizz on your shoe. It's... <laughs> I was on a hike earlier. On and... Jizz Mountain? <laughs> With all the brown powder jizz? Sorry, baby, there's, um... There's all these dishes in the sink and they're covered in jizz. <laughs> Who are you fucking in our kitchen? Why does your boyfriend come mud? It doesn't add up. He's jizzing chocolate milk. I don't know what he's thinking. He doesn't trust you. Which means his gum's more tastier than mine, so I'm very jealous. There's, I mean, if somebody's like, it's impossible for me to trust you, I feel like the coolest thing you could say is like, shit, I don't want to be in a relationship without trust. See you later. And he's like, wait, I think I can do it if you convince me it wasn't cum. What color is cum? Just blind guy holding a dog. He sniffed it, didn't you, boy? It's actually a radish. He's holding a radish. What a mean prank to play on a blind man. Guy's just licking the bottom of her shower. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, that's semen. <laughs> that is absolutely semen. Justin Gonzalez. podcast app and listen to if I were you. Go ahead and play it, boo, so we can hear them too. Whoa! You can watch it all day. How many minutes you gonna turn that shit up or make me spill my cup? Audience rising? Okay, let's go to a live show. Gotta hear Jake's to talk, though. Already know ho. I see a smoke show. I got damn done. I just wanna take her out and have a good time. Gotta text Jake.com. If I were you, it's the motherfucking bomb. Josh and Amir, oh fuck, I mean Jake and Amir, paid $300, got a billboard, getting emails, no callers, they're just a bunch of ballers, they're the best thing yet, call them the best, they can make your girl wet, oh wait mom, mom stop listening, stop listening mommy, mommy, love you mommy, things actually got real, take you to my podcast app, and listen to if I were you, keep playing and never stop, keep going till you seize the cheese, whoa! Can't you imagine, like, Matt Damon, when he eats a wrap, it doesn't spill at all? Yeah, I wonder what, like, Google, what what does Matt Damon eat for lunch? Yeah, when you see Matt Damon eating a burrito, I don't see it getting everywhere. Because he probably doesn't overfill it. Uh, no, I think he just has a great bite and a lot of patience. Wait, what am I Googling? <laughs> what does Matt Damon eat for lunch? <laughs> he just, I don't know. There's Can a we lot start of... a Twitter campaign? Uh, we got our show, we got our pilot shot. Uh... <laughs> I want to know what Matt Damon eats for lunch. Is that crazy? Hashtag or bad? what does Damon eat for lunch? What uh it doesn't actually we should have Matt in it. <laughs> Mr. Damon. I just want to see you eat a sandwich. But there's lots of stuff that I'm like, I'm carrying three bags and it's spilling over, or I have a bad and you're umbrella. Like, oh, Matt Damon wouldn't have this third bag. Right. What would Matt Matt Damon is never like uh on his like trying to grab something out of the back of his car and he like he can't reach for it right do you think matt damon's ever like gotten out of his car then realized he forgot his cell phone in the car then went back in to get the cell phone and then shut the door and realized oh fuck my keys are in there (laughs) no matt damon wouldn't do that yeah he's got it so together do you think matt damon's ever like dropped a chapstick below the seat like in between the seat and the door and he like can't reach for it so he has to open the back seat like but his his standing in traffic yeah. And his doors open and cars are honking right, at right, him. Right, and he also like has to pee really, really bad while yeah. this is all happening. And he like squirts just a little bit into his pants. <laughs> no. So now it's like he's got, he's got like just wet pants for right. the rest of the day. That wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen to Matt. Damon. Or like, how do you think Matt Damon? Like, when sometimes I travel and I have a, a roller, but also a suit and also a bag filled with uh, food for the plane. Right. So I'm like holding the suit. I'm holding the carry on, and then like the this the. the plastic bag is starting to rip and i look like i don't have my shit together right what would matt damon do yeah. what does he do to make that not happen does he not have food on the plane maybe he doesn't have to carry food well, on he the probably plane. rides first class so he's like oh they'll they'll give me a meal yeah. so he doesn't have to carry a plastic bag that's really thin with sabra hummus and pretzel chips a uh, fruit well, salad and a bottle of water yeah. yeah that's true that's true <laughs> what else does matt damon not do what else do you do in life that you're like, how does Matt Damon do? Oh, uh, when I brush my teeth, there's like lots of uh, uh, toothpaste that drips out of my mouth. So I have to do it over the sink, kind of going in line with the, uh, the, um, right. the food like you're thing. not very good at keeping your mouth shut. That's what it is. That's what does it Matt is. Damon sleep with his mouth open? Does Matt Damon snore? 
Matt Damon's the kind of guy that brushes his teeth with a regular toothbrush. Then he just spits into the sink and he's done. Yeah. Like, I have to wash out. I have like to rinse. Could, Matt Damon could be, like, walk, walking around in his kitchen, getting, yeah. putting a pot of coffee <laughs> yeah. while he's brushing his teeth. Yeah. Quick into the bathroom. Yeah. Just, like, spit. Yeah. And then it's all, like, spit once and all of the toothpaste is out. No, I, yeah, I have to rinse more than once. Yeah, exactly. So what is Damon? What's, what's Damon hiding? Man? <laughs> How does he do it? He's a Scientologist. <laughs> and that's he what we're is, trying to tell clear. you. <laughs> and that's the point of this show. We're trying to tell you guys. You can also attain this level of Damon. You have to pay us money. Uh, <laughs> we uh, should start our own religion called Damonism. Damonism? Uh, like, oh, Satan worshippers, they, they pray to demons. Well, we pray to Damon. <laughs> uh-huh. So, W.W. Matt Damon do. Yeah. And then, like, we would try to just... Or ideally... how, do Matt, how does Matt Damon do? How does Matt Damon do? Uh, I bet Matt Damon has a watch. You think he has a watch? Yeah, I don't think he's ever, like, fumbling for his phone to check the time. Do you think his phone is ever at, like, 2% and he has to ask a friend, like, or ask a restaurant, like, hey, can you charge my phone? Yeah, no never. Matter. Never. I bet he never has those. Just, like, it dips below 60%. Yeah. yeah, I bet he... <laughs> for sure. I think my theory is at the end of a date, you'll don't take anything uh, for what it seems. Like at the end of a date, it's slightly uncomfortable. You don't know what's going to happen. People just say things like, oh, yeah, we should do this again. Oh, I'll text you. Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, when I'm on Bye. the phone with like airline representatives, yeah. I say, talk to you soon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's not true. Right. Like, all right, I'll talk to you later. Yeah. <laughs> no, you won't. So don't don't actually hold anyone accountable to anything said you on said the last... You text me. The last five no. minutes of a date is just a free-for-all. You just say shit. Yeah, All right, true. see you later. Bye. Maybe we the should do this again. The thing to latch on to is, like, we should do this again. That at least means, like, let's communicate more. No, but, like, I could say, let's do this again, and a girl can just feel... Like, you don't want to say, uh, I'm okay at the end of the date. Right. So they'll be like, yeah, we totally should. That's true. It's all lies. No, the last nothing, five minutes of a date are lies. I, the first hour of a date is also lies. <laughs> oh, shit. Not there's, to mention all the, the flirtatious lead up. That's lies. There's, in the first three months. There's eight seconds in the, big, in the middle of a first date. That's pure truth. And everything to the left and right of it is a lie. Mm-hmm. So you got to really excavate you it. You have to laser in. Yeah, you have to dig deep and find out what the truth is. Uh, that's something I've noticed recently. The lies at the end of a date. Right. Because yeah. everyone wants to be polite. Yeah, you're not going to say, uh, you're not, then and there, you can't be like, We should I'm, do this again. Actually, I had fun, but <laughs> I don't see this going past second third or third date. date. So, I mean, I'm going to cut it off here. <laughs> yeah. I'll dodge your next two texts and we will never see each other again. But namaste, it was fun to have a drink. Just kidding. It wasn't that fun. I wish I didn't drink because I don't feel like being hungover tomorrow. This was not worth it. Take care. <laughs> 
Actually, <laughs> or don't. I don't care. The thing is, I'm really starting to second guess dating in general. I just feel like I've been a lot on a lot of these things, and they're all just fine. Anyway, don't want to go off on too much of a tangent. So excited to get into my car and fart. Scott Buck. Shout out, Jake and Amir. What's the deal? Got a big problem. You fucked a bitch and didn't wear a condom. You love a girl you thought loved you too. You found out she fucked some dude. Or you gotta go to dinner with this one chick's dad because you wanna get in it quick. You wanna get intimate. You just wanna get away. Or maybe you watch too much porn on the internet. Maybe you're atheist, but your parents ain't and they hate the shit. And your best friends with a basic bitch. You wanna know what J and A make of it. Hit them up with the Gmail. They might help you out in that podcast. Get a fake name, half ass advice. And if you use a pussy, put on blast. Yeah. Like. We need a guy's name for this first email. Real emails from real people. Going to give them fake names to preserve their anonymity. Um, Saul. Saul writes, Hi guys, I'm from Australia, and about a week ago I was invited to a school formal by a pretty girl. Without knowing what a formal even is, I said yes. By the time I looked it up, I was sadly too late. I've already paid the $250 and was registered. Then she invited me to a party slash sleepover. Being too shy and nervous, I said yes again. Little did I know it was with her 12 hot friends and their hot dates. And later, after some more investigating, I found out you have to buy a girl a corsage. What the fuck is a corsage? And then after some more investigating, I found out a lot of alcohol is going to be present at the after party. I haven't been near a girl since I was 13, let alone going to a formal in a fucking limousine and staying in a house full of half-naked drunk girls. Here are my questions. How do I get past this situation? What's a corsage? How do I slow dance? Should I bring a toothbrush or is that uncool? Thanks, guys. P.S. They're from a different school and a year older than me. What's the problem? <laughs> The problem is this guy does his investigating a little too late in the game, always. He's just saying yes to shit, and then he's like, I actually investigated, and a formal is a dance. And then I investigated more. I think and he's I doing to- some unnecessary, like, he should have just learned this. There's no reason that you should investigate what a formal is. I don't even think you should investigate what a corsage is. Yeah, well, it's not Also, really- like, if he investigated to the point that... I need a corsage. That's when he stopped the investigation and just asked us. He still doesn't know. I think he's kind of a lazy investigator. <laughs> he's a lazy eye. <laughs> um, should, we, should we try to answer these questions one uh, by one? I just want to lambast him a little bit more. Uh, all right. You're upset because the girls are going to be hot? Yeah. 
that's a problem. How do I get past this? Yeah. How do I get? By the way, he spelled. How do I get p a s s this situation? Um, how do I get past this? this? So let's make fun of his grammar a little bit. And we, he mentioned they were half naked. Why? For what reason? <laughs> in in what point in, in his investigation did he find out that they would just be half naked? I think when he was just uh, daydreaming about this party. Right. I think one of his problems is this, this situation has gotten the best of him. It's yeah. definitely gotten away from him. <laughs> He's in his head. Yeah. And in his head is 12 na- half-naked girls. His investigating is abruptly stopped and is imagining his taken over. What is half-naked, by the way? Like, is a bikini more than half-naked? Or is that half-naked? Or do you have to be topless for it to be half-naked? I feel like when I imagine half-naked, it's like... Topless. Um, I don't know. I, well, my, the first thing I thought of was girl in a t-shirt or a tank top, no bra, and underwear. Oh, so like like, pants off, underwear, tank top, no bra, (laughs) like the sexiest pajamas you can imagine. Oh, so you're still not seeing boobies or vajay? No, it's all left to the imagination. So isn't that entire? Oh, so it's not. Oh, okay. Because I was thinking like it's not entirely closed. If you if you had a wife and she was parading around in a tank tank top top. and underwear, no bra. Um, with a bunch of dudes, I think you would say you're half, half naked. Because this is what I was thinking about, half naked. Starting from the bottom up. Now we're here. Yeah. Ugg boots, skinny jeans, and that's it. So you're thinking like the literal Yeah, the halfway point. Half of the hemisphere clothes. of her body. Right. The top half is completely nude. The I think bottom half when you say half clothed. naked, it's like, it means scantily clad, like close to being fully nude. Yeah. So it's like, Things removed from the top and things removed from the bottom. <laughs> yeah. But you're not actually like, you're no part of all. you is nude. Like in your scenario, the chest is nude. Yeah. So you wouldn't half. say half naked. You would say fully Which... nude from the waist up. <laughs> that's half naked to me. But that's what my definition of, of the sexiest a girl can be. Ugg boots? Yeah. Pants. No, nothing above The hottest that. a girl could be is, is wearing Ugg, pants and that's, boots. That's right. Pants and boots. Half naked is almost sexier than naked. Yeah, but I would rather have bottomless than topless. Oh, really? For sure. So you'd rather have turtleneck, spaceman helmet, and then everything below the waist is just open for biz? Honestly, I was so turned on just by thinking about a girl in no pants and a turtleneck that I <laughs> like almost missed the space helmet joke. <laughs> I think that's maybe like the hottest a girl could look is wearing a hoodie and nothing else. Really? Yeah. Not even underwear. Yeah, no. Oh, interesting. For whatever reason, when I think of what the sexiest is, I think of pants and no top. It's because you're a boob man. I'm an ass man. I'm an oil man, but I'm also (laughs) a boob man. (laughs) This is my son. Yeah. Uh, All right. So moving on from that. um, A corsage is a flower that you pin onto your date. (laughs)
I've never, ever, ever not met a parent who loved the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. First meeting. That's that's because you're playing it as cool as possible. You're like acting in the best possible way. Right, 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 right. You're not just like if you make one slip up, one mistake. Uh, oh, I'm not saying yeah, it's definitely it's not it's not like I'm not trying and it all works. Yeah. I'm trying really hard. But I also don't get nervous because I know that I'm good at it. Well yeah, I think that I you it's like you just have to it's like you just have to behave well. Like I guess you're you know, maybe it's hard to like fucking wow them. Yeah, but I think yeah. I think I wouldn't. I think if it was if I I'm not I don't I don't have a girlfriend right now. But I think if I was meeting my girlfriend's parents, I would like try and I wouldn't swing for the fences. I wouldn't try and be like buddy buddy with a dad because that's when you mess up. That's right. like that's weird. Uh, but I'm re- I think I'm very good at being completely neutral. All you- <laughs> I'm great. The, the the trick is not like. Not trying to relate to mom and dad and be like, "Hey, I'm a golden boy. Like, let me do the dishes. Let me help with the with the cooking. Hey, dad, what's you your do that? Did, that is what you should do. No, no, I don't do yeah. any of that. Um, I, mean, <laughs> I specifically like, do I don't not help. clean. I'd be like, I don't have to yeah, clean. Yeah, if it comes if it comes natural. But I th- I also think it's like you don't want to showboat. You you don't want to like get up and start clearing the dishes or whatever. It's the same muscle as getting anyone to like you. I think whether it's like, but I think with bro- parents, they're they're less impressed by you like trying to impress them and like what they secretly want is to for you to be very respectful of their daughter so you find little ways to insert that like tell a story and you know celebrate their kid that's what it is it's like oh "Oh, this person likes my daughter or son as much as i do so i like them because they like that uh like your daughter is amazing in bed like and you should really be proud of that because she can deep throat my cock (laughs) And I'm sir, 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 but I'm doing the dishes, so it doesn't matter. Can I? This chicken was lacking. It really I'm sorry. was. Did you not know I was coming over? You must not have known I was coming over. I'm going to give you constructive criticism. Constructive. <laughs> so it's a win-win because it tasted like construction paper. I mean, my God, what did you season this with? What's more nerve-wracking for you, meeting your significant other's parents or them meeting your parents? I would probably actually be more nervous for them to be my parents, who I love my parents, but... <laughs> Homo? <laughs> I love my dad. My dad's hilarious. <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> He's the best guy in the world, and I love him with all my heart and soul. No, I just... I don't know. I, I'm just... I'm a little kind of a personal guy, so it's just like letting someone in, man. Yeah. I'm really emo and moody right now. That's cool. <laughs> you are suddenly wearing black eyeliner. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What makes you a little more nerve wracking? You have not. Your parents are the nicest parents in the world. Well, yeah, your mom you is for sure. You have nothing to be nervous about. My mom's the fucking. Uh, she's the king and the queen. Yeah, she's my dad's a, a court jester. <laughs> <laughs> He's a pumpkin. My mom is the royal court, and my dad is a pumpkin that sits on her table. <laughs> he really is a pumpkin. <laughs> uh, I w- he is small orange, and he wears a small. That's green enough out cap. of you about my fucking old man. <laughs> your dad's your dad's a crook and a cheat. I'm just yeah, he is. Just, He's a gynecologist. That means he fingers other chicks all day. All day he does that. Hey guys, come on. We should really we should really just move on with the podcast. Right. By, by the time we finish, uh, Jake's my dad will be rotting on someone's stoop like <laughs> oh a pumpkin. God. That's enough. Is, is his name Jack? His <laughs> name really is Jack. It's O'Lanagan. actually Sam. It's actually Sam. You fucking asshole. I want to put a candle in his mouth and just watch it glow through his That's eyes. Enough. He's a gourd. He's a goddamn <laughs> a gourd. Squash. <laughs> Your dad's a squash. He really is a butternut squash. I wouldn't. Be, I'm only getting this offended because he's actually a gourd. <laughs> I've got a problem in my life. 
sticky situation Moral quandary, dilemma, dire straits or strife But if I can't decide on what to do I type on up an email and address it to If I were you But now it is clear, my world topsy-turvy But now there's no fear, all hope is restored All thanks to Jake and Amir My car was in park, but now it's in gear I was far from the mark, but they brought me here The plan is the same, thanks to Jake and Amir It's Jake and Amir uh, I just realized something, today is June 1st If a miracle happens Oh my god. <laughs> Today will in fact be the day. I know where you're going. <laughs> I don't even want to Dare s- we say? I can't. I don't want to I don't want to jinx it could by we? saying it. But we could be moving into obviously calling it a dream home would be underselling it. So yes. that's that's at least me leading you to the doorstep of what we're talking about. A dream home. We it is the lost city of Atlantis. It is not a dream home. <laughs> like, I, I did feel bad even calling it that. We recently saw a house that we ideally like to move into. It is, it is what's above utopia. Valhalla. Valhalla. Shangri-La. <laughs> the Garden of Eden. Uh, it is a home. It is a beacon. It is a light. It is an energy source on Raven Nest. It is a house we cannot afford, but it is the one we deserve to yes. be in. It's the house we deserve, but not the house we can afford Absolutely. Right now. We ran out of options in our price range, so what we did was double what we can afford, and yes. what we saw was a Actually, home. borderline tripled. Borderline tripled what we can afford. We did, it was we our initial, we, we tripled our initial budget. <laughs> That's right. Without tripling our income. Mm-hmm. So we just said we are willing to spend what we're not. <laughs> just to get in the door. We convinced ourselves in order to walk through these pearly, pearly gates at Raven Nest. And what we saw dumbfounded us. We were awestruck. We were dumbfounded. We were we we were confounded. <laughs> we were struckfounded. It is unfounded, unprecedented. I can't imagine a world where we don't live in Raven Nest. I can't imagine a world where we to do. live and to die in Raven Nest would be more than an honor. To if die I, a thousand ne- <laughs> to, to die to die a thousand deaths mm-hmm. for one night in Raven Nest. My my goal in life is to find a woman who will bear me a child who will die in Raven Nest. A child. What a, a child proud to die proud in. moment it would be for me to lose an infant to lose my kin <laughs> to my king. For me to feel that sense of shame and I sorrow. Be, in I will Raven be a jester. I will be. A, I will be a jester in the palace that is Raven Nest. <laughs> I, will, <laughs> I will proudly serve the king Absolutely. as a humble, humble as jester, as a servant. As I will should. be a prisoner that is <laughs> to be bound to be beheaded. Absolutely. It would be an honor to find a genie so that I may grant you the other two wishes, for I have but one. It is to die in Raven Nest. For me to live there for an eternity <laughs> as a dead soul would be greater than spending... To be reincarnated as a blade of grass on the lawn of New Zion, for, of New Jerusalem. For, that is Raven's Nest. For me to be a patch of grass that a pig would spend eternity shitting on, as long as it be in Raven Nest. For it to be in Raven Nest, 
uh, would be such an honor. May I ask you a question? You already have. <laughs> and I have already answered. Do you dream of Raven Nest? Of course not. It wouldn't fit. <laughs> not a house to dream of. I don't sleep. <laughs> I stay awake longing for Raven Nest. I lust after Dream- her. <laughs> dreaming, dreaming implies that I uh, am at a state in my life where I can be restful outside of Raven Nest. To Raven Nest. To Raven Nest. To you, to me, so that we may find the, the, the cash. Raise a glass, but do not let the wine touch your lips, because the wine of Raven Nest is too sweet to bear. But I bear my soul to Raven Nest, and all I am to be to, to that that I am for her. <laughs> for it, for I, for him to go, to me. It may never be enough, but I will have no less than Raven Nest. I will be homeless before I, I am denied that house, which I will be. For we offered 50% asking. This, this is our cover letter. <laughs> anyway, we're uh, two comedy writers. To pay rent in Raven Nest is a travesty, a tragedy that I won't allow to happen to me. <laughs> I can't afford it to happen to be to me. Uh, we took the asking price and, <laughs> and we said no chance. <laughs> to assign a price to Raven Nest is more than a slap in the face. We it's slapped slash... the owner across the face. It we is said slash... your house is worth <laughs> tenfold what this is. <laughs> so we'll offer you half. Because you don't deserve half. Yeah. You don't deserve to own Raven Nest. <laughs> Only we are the rightful heirs. Excalibur, the sword in the stone, that is the home that I must own. <laughs> Can somebody own Mount Everest? Can somebody own Vesuvius? Can you own the ocean? Can you Mount own the Olympus, sky? Olympus, the kingdom of the gods. Kingdom come. My kingdom come. It, it actually will The river sticks. Come. Do you... Imagine living a night in Raven Nest where you are not plagued by wet, wet dreams. <laughs> to surf out on a wave of cum as we move out of Raven Nest one day. <laughs> years and years of nocturnal emissions. <laughs> Just overpowering the home, the, 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 the en suites. It is a four bedroom. It is a five bathroom. There, there are, is a pool. There are four en suites and a powder room. It is open concept. <laughs> there is a pool. There is a two car garage. There is a gate. <laughs> For I may sleep on that gate. And I don't mean to lay my rest, my head beside the gate. I do want to firmly slide my body along the spine of the top of the gate. The gate is fully furnished. <laughs> the gate is a four-bedroom studio apartment. The gate has an ensuite. And every house that I've seen since Raven Nest is a toilet. <laughs> it is absolutely not a home. Uh, I can't imagine living anywhere but. And at the same time, we can't, I can't stress this enough, we can't afford to live there. That's it. Those were our favorite bits. I'm sure we missed a lot of your favorites. We can only put so much into these episodes. Once again, thanks for listening. 
Thanks for supporting. If you want to do something a little extra, something a little bit helpful, uh, would be to subscribe to our show on iTunes. It helps our ranking, which helps other people discover the show. And then if you can leave a review on iTunes, that also helps the ranking, which also helps people discover the show. As always, as always, checking out new sponsors like Headspace makes us look really good uh, and really sellable to advertisers in the future. Uh, so that URL, one more time, was headspace.com slash if I were you for that meditation app. Either way, if you're listening, you've done more than enough. You owe us nothing more. Uh, and honestly, I didn't even want to come back at the end, but Jake is so like, he's twisting my arm. He's trying, he's like, listen, I'm in Florida, but you got to, you got to move these units. You got to make, you got to make a ripple and like, you got to make a splash. And I was like, all right, dude, I'll do what I can. Like no promises, dude, but like, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Uh, <laughs> oh shit. I, I, I promised myself I wouldn't cut or edit or stop recording if a certain bit or joke or anything fell flat or meandered. So here I am still talking, unsure about if I should even keep this, unsure if I will keep this. And, and if you're listening to this, uh, then the answer was yes, I, I did keep it. Uh, so I guess I did. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Finally, I'm going to stop talking starting now. Sorry, I can't stop starting now. I'm going to stop. I'm going to start talking stopping now. No, that doesn't make sense either. I'm so tired, you guys. I'm not really that tired. It's fine. Holy shit. I have to go. I really do have to go. Uh, let's hear Rose say that this was a HeadGum podcast. That was a HeadGum podcast.